You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. circuit with his daughter i guess yoga hosers oh because he he directed that film that him and uh or, or his daughter and johnny depp's and daughter johnny depp's daughter are both yeah. in and he's also directing some uh some episodes of supergirl now oh interesting yeah, he's, he's part of like this good. big crossover event that they're doing that that supergirl is doing supergirl is, with who they're doing a crossover event between supergirl green arrow the flash and legends of tomorrow those are all who's DC crossing shows. where they're all it's it's a crossover story like oh, all they're... of these characters it's going to be like if you watch each of the episodes of those shows in that one week hmm. it tells one big continuous story i like that but they're, are they keeping the tv world uh and the movie universe yeah, separate, separate the same way that marvel is not really marvel is part of like they agents of shield plays directly into what's going on in the movie okay but i guess in and the so sense, the netflix series too yeah but I'm, but from what i'm told is that none of the netflix series are ever going to make it to big screen which and, and vice really versus. is a shame because the fucking the daredevil franchise yeah he's still so into that good. like still he, watching that that motherfucker should be well i've i'm trying to make my way through them in order of how they were released mm-hmm. so i'm kind of suffering through jessica jones right now oh i've heard that it's not bad it's a slow burn which is, it's a little tough right after coming off of Daredevil, which is like just fucking impact and in your face. Mm-hmm. And then you start Jessica Jones, which is a bit of a, a slow burner of it. And and Kristen Ritter is just so hard to follow. Like she's, really? she feels like the weakest link on that show. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> the star? It, she's the main character. That's never good. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. There, this show has kind of turned me off on Kristen Ritter too. Because oh, interesting. I kind of like her in some other stuff. Huh. But this one... I just want her to shut up. Like, stop, <laughs> stop narrating shit and fucking stop telling me oh, and one of show those? me some stuff. Is it like a? Do they lean? Do they skew a little towards the female audiences with that show? I don't think so. No. In fact, I think some things kind of play. There, it's almost like they're trying to play things up a little bit more for dudes. Oh, just to yeah, just overemphasize. It's still a, it's smart writing, and that's one thing I've got to give Netflix and mm-hmm. Marvel Studios on their uh, their venture on this. That these scripts are really smart. They're really well done. I'm just not really buying Kristen Ritter in her performance I just I fall asleep trying to watch this show yeah, like I'm falling just, asleep I to you uh, describing it right now yeah I know thanks no <laughs> no I'm just saying so we are the editing bay on the next wave radio <laughs> let's network. do an NPR version my name is Joe I'm Joel this is where we come to talk about movies mm, that's sometimes right sometimes they're bad movies wow sometimes they're good movies no matter what the case mm. we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and discuss it with you. That's right. Our lovely Editing Bay listeners mm-hmm, and right each other. Here. And you could join us in the discussion. Yes, please. 24 hours a day, seven days a week on Facebook mm. in the search function, uh, which is sponsored by uh, Joseph A. Bank. We are very <laughs> fortunate to have donations from Joseph A. Bank to give us that Facebook page. And um, a generous grant from the <laughs> National Association. <laughs> Yeah, so we talk about movies every week, and we want you to talk about them with us on Facebook in the search bar. Put in the editing bay, uh, and that'll bring up a link with the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. That's where you can talk back to us uh, and let us know what your thoughts are of the movie du jour, and if you have any ideas for things that you'd like for us to talk about in the future, or if you want to sign up and be part of our Russell or Wayne contest, which we're not doing tonight. What? Why not? Well, here we are on the eve, Joel, of this momentous 
erection. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Uh, you posted that thing about uh, about idiocracy, uh, uh, which is you know, spoiler alert. That's the movie we're talking about tonight. You posted that picture about idiocracy, uh, and. I was searching on Facebook and uh, not on Facebook on Google mm-hmm. so hard to find a picture of just like a crazy looking Asian man that I could just put <laughs> erection, erection. On it. and it I couldn't find a good enough picture. Well, that's it was good. so racially insensitive, but I still wanted to do it and I didn't. Uh, but here we are. We're on the eve of uh, of the election. Yeah, um, I'm terrified. Like, I've never. You think so? I've never been this stressed out. Like, Predictions. We were watching well, we some should, of we the should, news coverage. We should tell the audience that, by the way, we're recording this on election night. And, That's uh, what I'm like, saying. I know, on I know, the eve but of it's the election. But, but it's but it's happening right now. It's like, happening. By the we're time, missing so much. By the time you're hearing this, you will know, audience, who our new president is. Yeah. Uh, we can only guess. We can only ponder. You guys remember how how stressful it was to pick between either Iron Man or Captain America? Mm. It's kind of like, but with that, but like. You don't like either person. <laughs> and the stakes aren't as high. <laughs> and the stakes aren't as high. And there's no Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. That's, this election would be a lot cooler. Maybe. be a lot cooler if it was. <laughs> right on. <laughs> all right on. All right. I keep wanting to go, all right on, right on, right on. And that's not it. That's not how it's it goes. It's not how it goes. Close enough. Guys, I really wish you could hang out in this room with us before we get recording and it's stuff. It's fun. Because there's a lot of fun things that happen. Uh, I think <laughs> the one thing that we did tonight. Oh no! It was like for <laughs> we some reason. Come back to it, huh? For was some that good? reason, I, it was so. I, we're not going to do it again. But damn it, it was. We can't so, relive. We um, <laughs> we've never been more regret regretful that we didn't have the mics rolling. Oh, I know. As we were both doing the best of George Michael. To the t- to as, the tone sung of, by, of Aaron Neville. Yeah. I think it may have been better between the two of us than it would have had we recorded that. I think but it we can would have just been tell. something that people would have appreciated. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of awesome, guys. What did we have? And uh, I'm sorry that you didn't get to hear it. We could try to do it now. No. Nope. See, no, now it's forced. Oh, well, well. All right. So we are watching, or we we, are, we watched Idiocracy. We did. It seemed like a, a, an, uh, an apropos, apropos to the election. I um, love those. I like Since. to slice those up, <laughs> put a little, 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 get a little, little butter on those, That's right. uh, some cheese maybe, no, a little bit of wine. So we're on that, well one thing, it's the 10 year anniversary of this film, um, or or 11 if uh, if you, you follow the history of it, because it was, it was this if was filmed a fan of Stranger Things. in 2005, what? Eleven. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> damn! I was just watching that last night, and I missed me, like, that reference. <laughs> okay, <laughs> courtesy laugh. Hashtag courtesy laugh. What were you watching last night? Well, I was with Stranger Things because I, I I got in. Uh, I flew and you back missed one from Richmond. Oh, you missed your me saying eleven. 11. Reference. Oh, I thought there was a reference on the show. I was like, what? No, they just no. say her name. It's not really a oh, reference. No, it looks looks beautiful on the big screen. It's so good looking that show. Mm, oh my god! I forgot how good it is, but uh, yeah. w- woke up to a, a sleeping fiance on the couch and falling asleep to Stranger Things. Did you um, waiting for me to? Did you see Funko Pop? Uh, oh no! I heard releasing, about that. They're releasing oh, the Stranger Things. Exciting! Oh my god, they look so good too. They will be lining cannot, your walls. I the cannot, next time. Nope, no, I can't. Oh, you I hold, cannot. This is where you draw the line. I, the line is drawn here. Yeah, no further. <laughs> is that Sean Connery or no? Uh, that was Patrick Stewart. I know, dude. You're, okay. you're looking at a Star Trek fan here. Okay. By the well, way. you know, sometimes you confuse me. You're a little too savvy and good looking, and mm-hmm. you know, talent. <laughs> Thanks. I came to all of those things late in life. If I came to them I, at I would, all, I would, I would, I would come to them all the time if that was me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, 2005. <laughs> this uh, film should have been released, uh, yes. but Fox had very little faith in it, um, or, or just just no balls. Didn't didn't kind of pushed out and didn't want to have to deal with the backlash uh-huh. uh, and any perceived or real backlash. 
uh, from some sponsors, from from its own news cable channel. Sure. Uh, who is uh, uh, <laughs> lampooned in this thing? A little bit. I, I read a, an interesting uh, uh, trivia bit about this film. Of all of the uh, uh, companies that are that are lampooned in this film, you know, we see a, a play on Carl's Jr. We see Fuddruckers, Fud, which be- just becomes Buttfuckers <laughs> in the future. Starbucks. Everybody's logo is is changed a little bit, or the name is changed a little bit, um, except for the Fox News logo. It looks exactly like it does now. Uh, so Fox Fox not Fox News Fox Films um, had had a deal with Mike Judge. Mike Judge is the director of Videocracy. You also know him from Office Space, Beavis and Butthead. And if you're a fan of uh, HBO's Silicon Valley, as I am, I love that show. You ever watch that show? No. Nope. It's uh, it's biting satire, not unlike Idiocracy. He's also, uh, there's a movie called Extract that he did with Jason Bateman and Which Mio I Kunis. saw. What did you think of that? I liked it. Uh, I did too. A little too much of a dark comedy for, well. Oh, okay. See, I, I, don't, mind, I don't mind issues. dark comedy. Here's my problem with Extract was, mm-hmm. I think everybody was, everybody was expecting, because by this point, people had seen Idiocracy and they were like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is brilliant. This is actually pretty, pretty smart. Uh, and so I think they were looking for something along those same lines with Extract. Yeah. And it's not. It's a completely different story. Uh, and I, I think that people went into it with just too high of expectations. I don't even know if it was expectations. I, 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 I thought that it kind of treated its characters with... Uh, they weren't as fully fleshed out as I would have liked them to be. And I, I, didn't, could, I couldn't really grasp on to anybody. I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't really a fan of anybody. I wasn't a fan of... Uh, was, is it, you weren't a fan of Gene Simmons as the, the Texas Hammer? <laughs> okay, he's great. But Mila Kunis was kind of a zero. And who is it Kristen Wiig who plays his wife in that? His cheating oh, wife? Shit, who is I that? I gotta remember. look this up I can't now. remember who it was that plays his wife. Um, and even Jason Bateman just kind of doing his normal ho-hum, I'm the, uh, uh, woe is me. <laughs> the gingerbread man. I was like, what are you doing? You know, there are some things I, I really love Jason Bateman in, mm-hmm. and then some things I find out he's attached to that I'm like, oh, wow, that's going to be really good, and then end up kind of disappointed in it. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie uh, directed by Joe Carnahan called Smoke and Aces. Oh, yes. And he plays like this informant or whatever that they go visit in a, in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And he has this whole bit with like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> where he's doing like the high fives. He's like, all right, lock it, put the chain on it. And, like <laughs> he's doing this whole bit and he's really funny. It's one of those things that you feel like, okay, maybe they let him improvise the hmm. scene. Kind of like with Dodgeball where they it yeah. seemed like he did a lot of improvisation uh, as his like weird extreme sports character in that. You got those roles, but then you get stuff like the switch around or the, whatever it was, the switch up, where he ends up switching his sperm, donor sperm out with like somebody oh, else's yeah. so that way it gets Jennifer Aniston pregnant. That's right. And like it was so dark. I totally forgot about that. And then he did a movie where he, where he changes uh, places. With Ryan Reynolds, I think. I think it's another movie he did with Ryan Reynolds. Like one of, well, not one of like those switched a body bodies. Switch. You're yeah, kidding. A body switch Are they movie. still doing those? Yeah, they No, Joe, no. Yeah, they did. They did. But we're not here to talk about body switch No. Movies. We're here to Thankfully. talk about time travel. That's right. <laughs> I usually loved uh, films about time travel. Yeah. And this one is uh, did did you, no, no you like Ninja Turtles 3? Uh, ooh, where they go back to, <laughs> where they go back to uh, feudal, feudal Japan. Japan. Yeah, not a fan of that one. Nope. We did an episode of that, didn't we? We sure did. Listen, Check uh, it out back. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Not the Secret of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, but there was like a subtitle, the, the, wasn't it? The Portal of Time or the one, uh, Turtles yeah. in Time? No, turtles in Time. Oh, it wasn't I wish Turtles it in Time. I remember we talked game. about that. Yeah, that was taken by the video game. Fuck, I can't remember. Ninja I think it was turtles. just Ninja Turtles three. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Well, as, as the uh, origin of the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> 
a title as generic as the film itself. Yes. Um, but not Idiocracy. No. Please, Trying please to go desperately ahead. bring it back. Bring here. it back around. No, it's uh, well, it's election season. Um, people have been comparing this to Idiocracy. In fact, I think the makers, uh, uh, Mike Judge himself, and um, the uh, the writer Eaton Eaton Cohen. Eaton Cohen. Eaton Cohen. What else has he written? Not to be confused with Ethan Cohen. No, but he's written Eaton Cohen is he's written some other stuff. You should look it up. I. I all right. Do you really want me to? <laughs> no, I don't. Because I'll just get off on a tangent again. <laughs> I, I will if you'd like. No, please go okay. ahead. Um, but yeah, they've uh, since come around and said, "Wow, they didn't expect idiocracy to uh, to become reality as quickly as uh, as it has." And uh, you know, that's 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 it's a lot of conjecture. That's a lot of uh, uh, big talk. Uh, it's not nearly where it could be, but uh, not a not a good sign. That um, listen, I don't want to get too political, even though that's exactly what this episode's about. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever side you are on, um, we, we can all agree that uh, we have the two most unlikable candidates that we've had running for president in a long time. Sure, our two main candidates. Yeah, 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 I, I, so. I mean, I think statistics back that up. I think I saw a poll somewhere that six over sixty percent of Americans uh, would rather have anybody else but these two to choose uh-huh. from. Yeah. Uh, d- did you? But b- somehow we got to this point. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did we get here? Uh, that's that's a, that's a and you a may sad... ask yourself, <laughs> how did I get here? This is not my beautiful candidate. <laughs> did you vote today, Joe? <laughs> Aaron Neville sings uh, Talking Heads. Did, did I vote? Yes, I voted today. Did you today? I, I did. Too. I took Harper to the to oh, the that's polling right. place. Yeah, I I took, your, they uh... gave her a sticker. I had a sticker. We took uh, a little selfie together. Did you did you did you wear your sticker proudly? I did all day because I mm. thought I was going to get something free. You're one from of those, somewhere. huh? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts or something? Yeah, I didn't, though. No, I didn't get anything free. I got an ass-chewing for free. <laughs> for voting? F- fucking work. No, not for voting. Oh, okay. Other stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to have lived it. <laughs> Bringing shit down. Hey, man, <clears throat> that's what I do. That's my thing. Bring shit down. You should know to recognize this before mm-hmm. I take this into a dark place. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, like, go, all right, so- back to the film. Hey, look over here. No, uh, I did vote. I did vote. I Good. voted in the, uh, the primaries. Mm, I did too. Uh, and then when my guy didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we know who you were. No, you don't know who. Yeah, I do know. Who? You Take were, a guess. You were going for Ted Cruz. No, fuck like that a guy. Ted Cruz guy. No. Marco Rubio. I did love Rubio, man. Because I, uh, I voted. I voted for Rubio in the primary. Yes. I'm not nice. generally. I'm not generally a Republican. I, I'm. I'm. I'm one of those guys who I voted for Bush, but then I also voted for Obama. Same so here. I'm wily. You yeah. never know when I'm going to go. <laughs> and I've regretted voting for both of those. Uh, well, well, I mean, like it, that's the thing. You're never gonna. And I don't trust people who are like, oh, this is my guy, and I 100. percent Like you, you shouldn't be behind. You should not have. Posters or stickers of either of these no, candidates. No, no, uh, you, you shouldn't be proudly waving and and um, uh, what's the word campaigning uh-huh. for either. There should be something that um, uh, you, you don't agree with or you find deplorable or you know you're not a hundred percent. We should we should begrudgingly walk into these these true. polling places. I, I will I will say America. that for the most part, even though I thought George Bush ended up being an idiot, and that's kind of my debatable. Thing. That's one of my problems mm-hmm. with like a. A president, somebody running for this highest office in our country, right. uh, should have a more expansive vocabulary than I do. Listen, but you know what? You go back and watch footage of him when he was governor of Texas. Like he's very eloquent. I think that has a lot more to do with him really, like his advisors getting behind him and saying, "You got to choose your words clearly," and him not maybe being so good on his feet. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I don't. I don't think he's going to go down <laughs> F- as fool the... me once, shame on me. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> fool me twice, shame. Not not one of his finer moments. 
but shame, uh, shame on you. We've had several. We've all had. Hell, I've had some on this episode uh, so far. You know what, though? We're not paid to do this. That's that's also true. <laughs> so, and I don't have the, the 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 free world um, running. But one thing I will give George Bush is mm-hmm. that he never used ridiculous terms like bigly. At least, yes, exactly. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't speak like. Sometimes he he stumbled over his words. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he said things and he got like phrases wrong. You're right. But he didn't sound like, like a, a preschooler. A buffoon. Yes. Yeah, just like a bully. And that's what an, amazes me about this. The fact that this guy who got up on a stage mm-hmm. and bullied out a dozen career yeah. politicians yes. and got this nomination and is holding his own right now mm-hmm. against someone who has been involved in politics professionally for decades. Yeah. Master debater, and yes, um, but the, but the the thing is, like, he has never answered straight up any. No, questions. of course not. He's got no policy. He's got no stance. Everything's just going to be great and bigger. And how better. does this? We're how does this best, happen? We're going to have like, the best country. This Joe. guy has gotten by on how I've tried to perform book reports in middle school, so it makes me sad <laughs> to yes. see the the lengths and the distance that he has now traveled. Well, it's part of. Um, I don't know that there is a a, a move towards anti intellectualism uh, as a whole. I know that's my that's my sesquipedalian word for today. Man, I saw that video of one of those trying to escape snakes <laughs> as it's being born and like has to rush to its family and it's like jumping on rocks and stuff. Somebody put it to music from the NFL. Oh, I thought you were talking about that, that horror film, The Human Sesquipedalian. <laughs> no, that that was disgusting. Mm-hmm. No, did you re- did you see this video? Uh, of no, the, I don't know of the, you... the baby iguana. Oh my Let's god! Say, yes, it's outstanding. That's like Oscar worthy. Yeah, that action scene like was something out of a Marvel film. <laughs> it's amazing. I just love the way iguanas run, where they're just like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know how they make forward momentum. Think we're not water. talking about the movie. No, and we're not talking about politics at all. So we should probably get back to one of those things. Let's let's. Um, but yeah, uh, anti intellectualism because it's like yes, he is so far removed. Like pe- people have become so distrustful of politicians that they'll elect this guy just because he's not a politician. But, but 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 that doesn't seem no, smart. The pendulum is swung too I would, far, guys. I would not put a used car salesman in the White House. <laughs> no, and at least that's that's why I was behind Rubio, and I think why you were behind Rubio. Yes. I mean, I didn't necessarily agree with uh, all of his policies. He's a little a little too Christian for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But. Um, at least the guy could string a sentence together. And and he would tell you, you'd ask him a question and be like, well, here's why I believe this, because of A, B, and C. And if you do this, you get here. Like, all, all of his answers, and then <laughs> Trump would just roll his eyes and call somebody an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't, he wasn't, like, so hardcore right either. Yeah, like, no. He, he, well, he was the, governor of Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, he was. So uh, it's not necessarily a, a red state. Uh, because we're talking about Speaking this... Speaking of Kevin Smith. Before we start talking about this movie, yeah, uh, I did want to share a post that one of my friends did on Facebook. I thought it was really funny. Was it me? Real nerdy. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to share it here just because it, it fucking killed me. Uh, as Trump sits in Trump Tower and I sit here in my couch in Tim's apartment, I can't help but think no nerd has voted for him. We saw what happened yeah. when Lex Luthor became president. It wasn't good. <laughs> when Norman Osborn ran international security, we ended up with Dark Reign, and frankly, Marvel hasn't done much but disappoint since. No good can come from a man from putting a man in office who sits in a tower named after himself. I mean, even Sauron didn't name the tower after himself. What about Stark? Yeah, that's true. Oh. Mm. Although he did end up changing he it. He did when, end up changing it to Avengers Tower, to but what is that? But then they 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 took the tower down. Oh, remember that? They Osama took Bin Laden? Down. Yeah, I remember. No, didn't in Age of Ultron, didn't the tower get destroyed? Oh, I've, for, I've forgotten that film. By Ultron? <laughs> oh, did you? Hey, what did you think of Doctor Strange? It was, it was a very forgettable film. Uh, Doctor Strange, 
I liked. I did too. I liked. Uh, I'm not. I can't put it in my top three. No. Not even my top five. B plus. It was a B plus. I think so. Too. I th- I felt like it was very narrow, in in scope, uh, from a narrative standpoint. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh uh, well, well, yes. Well, he's you know he, it, we we hurried up and and I kind of like that that they hurried to get to like his deal and like all right it's kind of a typical origin story it's definitely. Uh, but it was it was f- it was still fun. Um. The thing I love about Marvel movies is the way that it's able to balance the humor and, yes. and the drama. But there were some points in this where I felt like maybe, maybe not appropriate yet. Maybe not. That's not the right time. A I don't know. Too heavy for it you. A little too heavy. Um, okay, so it seemed to be a cycle of we we go to this place, then we're back at the hospital. We mm-hmm. go back to this place, yeah. now we're back in the hospital. Then we're at this place, then we're back. Well, in the when hospital. you can make a portal to anywhere. Why did Mads Mikkelsen or mm-hmm. Michelson? Mm-hmm. Wait until Doctor Strange was done having Rachel McAdams operate on him to try to attack the New York uh, Sanctum. When he was at his fullest strength? Yeah, well, why didn't he just try to attack it after Doctor Strange left and went like through a portal? Immediately? And immediately like, okay, he's gone. Let's destroy this thing. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right, because he... Uh... Yeah, and, and then there's... What this, was he doing for that time? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, gathering his, his henchmen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were so many shots of Stephen Strange washing his hands. And I know this is supposed to be symbolic. Uh, and there are echoes. I mean, it's kind of the theme of the film, repetition, mm-hmm. visual repetition. And we're also seeing it with scenes with him washing his hands. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was getting a little too... Like, look how face. clever we are. Look how clever we are with what we're doing. And then... Like I like that he defeated the bad guy at the end with his mind. That he it was, it, it was a battle of wits more than anything. Right. But it seemed a little too simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe this will make it easier. Maybe I should have said this right off. I'm the trying bat. not to spoil it because it's yeah, still I, a I'm new. Tr- film. I'm trying not to spoil it either. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, it's okay. Um, I feel like we have an obvious man against himself conflict. Right about him and being selfish and thinking only of himself. Mm-hmm. And what happens in the end in that scene that I'm talking about, right. we see him being selfless. But I feel like we still don't get the impact of him making that choice. You know like how in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when the gem, you know, the, he goes to grab the gem and uh, uh, Nebula, is that her name? Nebula? Oh, I can't remember. Gamora. Gamora. Gamora says, take my hand. Mm-hmm. And he flashes back to his mother. Mm-hmm. Take my hand, oh, Peter. I love that. That's, see? Such and I get goose, I'm getting moment. goosebumps. It's mm-hmm. emotional. And they take each other's hands. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange was missing that. Didn't really have that, did it, he? It needed to have a little bit of that oomph. And it didn't quite have that oomph. I'm not saying that every movie has to make you feel all the feels. Yeah. But it had the potential to go somewhere with that, it and it didn't. It would have been nice to uh, to bring uh, Rachel McAdams uh, a little bit more in as no, not necessarily the character, but using that uh, as a, as a motivation because sure. really, he's the only person, or, or she's the only person rather, who kind of uh, sees inside of him, uh-huh. humanizes him, literally. Yeah, uh, and then uh, he doesn't he doesn't give her enough. Of, I I know they have that little tender moment or whatever. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough after what he says to her to make her go out that door to oh leave. My God, yeah. It's a horrible thing he says yeah. and does. Uh, and I feel like he doesn't earn her back. Agreed. Uh, and I don't know. It's, it's little things like that. I still enjoyed it. I, I had too. a great time. It great was worth seeing effects. twice. Amazing special effects. It was like effects. Inception meets Matrix. <laughs> I've been telling everybody. Like, meets Batman Begins. There's this whole point, that whole bit when they're fighting in New York. Mm-hmm. And like they, go, into, they, go, to, they go to Mirror Dimension or whatever. Yeah. And 
And I was like, I just wish that they had put like David Bowie from Labyrinth in there somewhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that was missing. <laughs> How you turn my world, you precious thing. Ooh, make him sing George Michael songs. <laughs> well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> if, I, if I could touch your body, well, well, I know not everybody <laughs> has got a body like you. Nah, but you're too sick. Wake me up before you go. go. Her nibbles. We finally did it. We finally did it. All right. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. 2005 slash six, because as I was mentioning before, Fox buried this. They did not uh, promote it. They didn't even, there were some theaters, they they were contractually obliged to release it in theaters. Uh Uh, So they did the bare minimum that they could. And in fact, in some theaters, didn't even release it uh, by its name. Like just called it Mike Judge's new film. Oh, really? They they really did. They really kind of screwed a guy, which is kind of sad because they made a lot of money on him. Off of Mike Judge from yeah. Office Space and, and his other properties. That's right. I was. Um, I, I remember seeing this movie opening night in the theater. Did you really? Uh huh. Oh wow. My friend. Uh, I used to do a podcast with a, a guy named Ken. I was friends with at yeah. one point, and we saw this on opening night. We were the only two people in the theater. That sounds about right. Yep. Unfortunately, but luckily, uh, it is. Uh, they've gotten their comeuppance. It's uh, it's a cult classic now. Yeah. And in fact, I was watching this on a plane last night, uh, as I was as I was flying back. Uh, and there was a there were some three chuckleheads in front of me uh, that kind of saw over my shoulder and at one point saw I was watching Idiocracy and then started uh, reciting some of the lines back to me. <laughs> and this is where I so I, I was kind of torn because at the one point I was like, yes, finally people know this. It's it's great, Joe. I'm on the record as saying I think this film should be shown in high schools. Yeah, just to kind of give people a little bit of perspective. It's funny. It's 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 juvenile enough humor. Um, that that can still be enjoyed by adults and yeah. youngins. Yet another movie that you picked that has them using the derogatory. Oh come on, f <laughs> f word. Yes, but again, it's coming out of the mouths of buffoons. Man, uh, but I do love Justin Long. <laughs> oh my God, Shows Justin Long. Doctor. <laughs> so, uh, He's like, uh, so you're talking it, like a fag, <laughs> and your shit's all fucked up. And Luke, Luke Wilson tries to say it. He's like, "There's that fag talk we talked <laughs> yeah. about." <again." laughs> And I hate using that word, guys, but his delivery is so great. In yeah, this. it's really good. It's it's. Um... But but real quick before I get away oh, okay. from this, so, okay, so the ahead. people in front of me on the plane. So I was at I was simultaneously uh, enheartened that they had seen this film, that it had gotten out, uh, that some of the you know electrolytes it has what uh, plants crave. They were reciting that people knew it. Yet at the same time, <clears throat> I think the point of the film was kind of missed on these people. Yeah. Um, because at one point. Somebody said something about a bouquet, and one of the guys was like, oh, bukkake? Okay, so these yep. are the types of, of <laughs> uh, knuckleheads that I was dealing with. They've just seen a movie over and over again. Exactly. Oh, my God. And so the so satire the, was lost on them. The, um, the idea of this movie, the, the question that it poses, mm-hmm. is what happens to the world when smart people try to prepare too much and try to wait for that perfect time to have a kid? Uh, I love that cold open. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It, it is... Uh, you know, a lot of this movie is it's silly, it's slapsticky, it's, yeah, it's in your face. Fart and dick jokes, uh, a lot of a lot of fart and dick jokes. Uh, it, it's not meant to be like complete satire. Uh, the satire is just what's supposed to set up kind of what this movie is. Right. And it's a little bit, you know, a, a little bit more under the surface going on. But the smartest part to me 
is this opening. Yes. And it's, you know, if you're going to show anything in high schools, yeah. well, at least you that should first just show minutes. that first 10 minutes mm-hmm. where it's you see these two responsible, you know, intellectual adults, and they're talking about like, well, we want to have kids, but right now it just probably isn't the smartest thing. Oh, not with we're the just, economy. Not with the economy the exactly. way it is. You know, the market's not right. Mm-hmm. And then you start, you see this couple, while they're trying to, you know, ration out, uh, or rationalize why they're not having kids. Mm-hmm. You go back to you know go go to this red redneck guy, Cleavon, Cleavon, <laughs> and he's ha- he's just fucking everybody and yep. like having kids. And the moms are fighting each cheating other, on his wife, cheating and... on his wife with two other women. Mm-hmm. And then he has a son mm-hmm. who gets a bunch of chicks. And you see like the family tree start spreading out. Yep. And then uh, you know there's that one bit where he's like. The doctor, there's a doctor who's like, well, Cleavon Jr. Yeah. Uh, injured himself trying to jump. <laughs> a, what was it? A, a, oh, I wish I could a, remember. A, a jet ski. Yeah. That's oh, right. that's what it was. He was yeah. trying to jump a jet ski from the lake into a pool <laughs> yeah. and impaled his testicles. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> with, modern, with science. modern science, we were able to fix it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you just see on the family. Pop, 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 pop. Yep, exactly. Uh, and, and then meanwhile, the, uh, the, the yuppie couple. <laughs> We cut to them five years in the future. The husband's died. He <laughs> yes. passed away while attempting to masturbate into a, a, tu- a tube for artificial insemination. But right. uh, someday, Some, fingers crossed. Someday I've got my eggs frozen. <laughs> yes. Someday. Uh, and such is and life. The, and the thing is, I I know that that was a place where I was at. You know, I'm, it was, it's not the right time. It's not the right time to do this. It's not yeah. the right time to do this. Uh, until, you know, you finally you meet somebody and you're like, yeah, you know, this is, I'm I'm totally good with this. Mm. Um but for every Harper, for, yeah, for, there's, for, a, there's a Cleavon. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that an Elton John song? Or three, yeah. Cleavon! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we start with this. And then that brings us into Joe Bowers. That's right. Luke Wilson plays uh, the most average man possible. So he's yes. an army, uh, enlisted in the army, but really he's just using it to kind of he's trying to slide by, get his eight years, get his pension going, works in the library there, not trying to ruffle any feathers. Watch his TV. Staying under the radar. Yeah. And uh, he's so average that he gets volunteered or he gets um, <laughs> called into to service. Uh, to, to be, be part in, of this experiment. Yes, the human cryogenic experiments. Um, where they're going to freeze him and a female for one year and wake him up. And I, I, I'm a little uh, shady as to what the, what the purpose of it is because they talk about, you know, kind of... What the, the what the army's use would be, so that they can freeze soldiers and then reanimate them. Was it them soldiers for a or was it scientists, war? like or freeze like uh, I, heads of state? I thought they were going to use it for the army. Well, okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm a little fuzzy on <laughs> They'll it. They'll create a clone army. <laughs> <laughs> we got the best clones. Jedi clones. Master Sifidius. Huge. <laughs> Um, so uh, that's that's how we set it up, and I do love the scene where uh, the army general is uh, <laughs> he gets busted. Is that, well, no, no, no. Oh, oh, be, that's where, right. he's, where he's setting up he's in the, setting the conference room. Here's First, I had is. to gain his trust, <laughs> the pimp's trust. <laughs> yes, because uh, they've got Joe, but they needed to get a female, so they've got Maya Rudolph, who plays Rita, a uh, prostitute, a streetwalker, lady of the night, uh, and <laughs> her pimp. Uh, upgrade. upgrade with d- two Ds <laughs> for a double dose of this pimping. <laughs> of his pimping. <laughs> <laughs> that scene as he's going through the slideshow explaining to him, uh, yeah, first I had to gain his trust. And it's just a, a, a bunch of pictures of him uh, with, with hooers. Did you see Collins. the... What was it? It was, the, it was the, uh, the newspaper article after he gets arrested. Him and, and Collins, they yeah. both get arrested, and yeah. they, they cut down to the picture of Upgrade, and it's like a double D for incarceration. <laughs> yeah, a double dose like of incarceration. A double, that's what it was, a double dose of incarceration. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, all um, right, so that means that Joe and Rita are stuck. 
Like, they end up scrapping the project, but nobody thinks to wake them up. That's right. The place gets bulldozed, and they're in their cryogenic coffins uh, that then gets buried underneath landfills. Yeah. And then we cut to the year 2505, mm-hmm. 500 years in the future, uh, a big a big uh, avalanche, a uh, trash avalanche. The great trash avalanche of 2505. Unearths them. Uh, Luke is woken up. What's his name? Joe. Joe. Joe Powers. Average Joe, of course. Uh, <laughs> he and, wakes uh, up in, in Frito's... Uh, played by Dak Shepard. Oh my God! His apartment. Frito. Where he's he's wearing he's watching Ow My Balls, <laughs> which is like the number one show on TV. <laughs> Just a guy getting kicked in the nuts because of course. And again, not too far from reality. That's where great no. satire comes from. Where yeah. it's like it's 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 so true. It rings true. Uh, but they just taken another step further to make it absurd. But yet, there's some some truth underneath behind yeah. that. Yes, there is. Uh, as as all of my friends. Uh, oh, I don't want to say it like that. Joe, the, the the groups that we hang out with, do you watch much reality TV? Uh, more than I think we should. Do you really? We what watch are your like shows? Dancing with the Stars. Okay, well, uh, and that like I'll give a Hell's pass. Kitchen. But the the Kardashians. I don't watch that. I I I I was gonna say I don't like I to watch judge, wrestling, but that's not true. I do like to judge. Yeah, you've kind of turned me around on wrestling though, and I, I have yeah. a lot of friends who who watch uh, wrestling. I and think there's something different about it than citizens. it was back in the day. You no, know? you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's not your not your daddy's uh, wrestling. <laughs> um. But uh, I think it's safe to say that we are seeing kind of a, a divergent here uh, in our cultures. Obviously, playing out right now as we speak in the That's election. Right. Yeah. At the, uh, I don't know, want to call them intellectuals because not everybody I know who's a Clinton fan can be categorized no, that's, that way. No, that's, that is for damn and sure. And vice versa. I know a lot of smart people who are voting Trump, um, and they've rationalized it um, because it's, it's their lesser of two evils, uh, and they feel like there's some, some greater things at play, and I respect that. Uh, I just myself... Cannot vote for I, no. a man who no, stands I, I, and uh-uh. says things and uh, doesn't really think through his actions. Here, here's my thing, mm-hmm. and I think we talked about this before. Yes, like, uh, and I, I know I mentioned this earlier. I need to have somebody who's in the White House that has a more expansive vocabulary than I do. Yes, uh, it'll be and, a laughing stock for the rest of the world. And if anything, with three thousand deleted emails, at least I know Hillary Clinton can write. <laughs> Over. <laughs> hey, did you ever look into uh, any of the the third party candidates? We got Johnson, Wells, Gary Johnson. Yeah. Nope. nope. Didn't didn't even uh, didn't no. consider no. it for a hot second. No, did you? I, oh yeah, yeah, I did. Well, when I when I I took one of those online tests a few months back, and it was like, who do you? What, who's the candidate <laughs> and it turns you agree out I'm with? Pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you told me you were on the pill. Um, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I see your attempt to bring it back to idiocracy, Joe. And I'll have none of and it. I did not. You shall not pass. <laughs> um, but um, where was I going with it? Oh, yeah. So I took one of those online tests where it's like, who's your candidate? Who do you agree with on the issues? Right. And uh, I ended up uh, being aligned with, with Gary Johnson. Wow. Uh, but then I saw him in an interview, and I've seen his crazy, the, the crazy Gary Johnson. He just not does not instill confidence, I get my political uh, education from John Oliver, <laughs> yeah. and he did a whole bit about the third-party candidate. I watched that one, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that's what made me go, But, no. I mean, if you're going to throw your vote away... <laughs> <laughs> Who, you know, nobody better than uh, than Johnson Weld ticket to, yeah. to throw it to. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, man, wh- the vice president, or th- that nominee, Weld, I'm like, why wasn't that guy the front runner? I, I, I could have potentially voted for him. It's, it <laughs> was fun to watch awesome them. Is in- if you could vote for a president, but then like the other party's vice presidential candidate. Oh, just combine, mix and match. Mix and match. Got to catch them all. <laughs> that would have been great. In an alternate universe. Maybe in, in the world that idiocracy lives in. That's right. 
We'll have Let's to, talk about that a little bit. Let's do that a little bit more. So, so they, they end up in 2505. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe in the gets, year 2505. Oh, he gets thrown out of uh, Frito's apartment. <laughs> Dak Shepard. And he's like, they have this whole narration thing about like, you know, he, he tried to communicate with the locals. Mm-hmm. And they and so what they describe, what is it? that the, the vernacular is like hillbilly, valley girl. Uh, I can't remember what else they said about it. Mm. But it was just this very simple kind of way form of communication, yeah. and like that they described, like Joe could understand what they said, but when he spoke, he came across as <laughs> faggy. There we go. I'll say the words that you're not brave <laughs> enough to say, Joe. And judge, We're just quoting. Here. What is it? Judgmental or superior? Oh, or Stephen Root. Yeah. Showed oh up my as the judge. God. Why did it? <laughs> With the Wolverine haircut. I love it. Yes. It's so funny, man. He's got that big ass gavel. Uh, no, I I uh, I enjoy. It. Here's the thing: like, mm-hmm. there there are clever things about this movie. Um, one of the things that I like the most is um, kind of the production design, yes. which seems really simple, but no. then it's like, no, this makes sense. Like, it really makes sense what it is that they put together. I love the bit where he opens up the window when he's in the hospital, and he opens up the window and looks outside. And there's like a building that's fallen into another building, but they've like tried to tape it they, back together. Like, yeah, there's like a rope around it, <laughs> tying two buildings together. There's, there's a lot of great side games there. The, uh, the road that runs out and cars are still just driving, driving off, off of, it. of it. There's the hospital. It's it's a Saint God's Saint God's, Saint God's <laughs> Memorial Hospital, but they've made the letters too big, and there wasn't enough room on the side so of the building. So the last four letters are like. <laughs> Like when you write and you run out of paper. A lot of great sight gags. And yeah, quite a, a visual effects budget considering um, that they just tried to bury this movie. Yeah. Now, here's here's the thing I'm confused about. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you just own this? Like, I've seen studios release worse. Yeah. Why not just own this and try to, try to make some money off it? If you're going to release it. Let's try to make some money. Let's I, throw some commercials at this. I think thing. that a, that a braver. I think I think maybe the Disney of 2015 or, or, or of today would take that kind of chance, um, but the Fox films of 2005 and dare I say 2016 would not have done that either. Well, they don't want. Do well, you think that they they wouldn't push? They wouldn't back this movie because of the almost direct. Uh, I don't want to say attacks, but yeah, they like, are kind of kind of. A, Direct jabs at like the Bush administration. I don't even think it has to get that political. I, I think it really just has to do with the companies. I yeah. think it's the Starbucks and the Carl's Juniors and the Fox Newses of the world. But usually you have to get like someone to sign off. They have to go, okay, in what context do you want to use this? Not with parody, not with satire. If you're if you're making a statement, you can use anybody's trademark or or uh, image or name. Okay, as long as you can make the case, I didn't, and I think I didn't, this film can. I didn't know how that, that worked. Satire, yeah. yeah I didn't. It's I be didn't parody. know how that worked with with uh, with because I've I've taken advantage of some parody loopholes mm-hmm. with my shows, uh, but I've never. I, I didn't delve into it that The problem is that. you have to have a, a, a studio with some spine behind you to stand up because uh-huh. you're going to get sued. Anybody could sue. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to win. They just try to litigate you have, out have, of your... They have to sue just to set the precedent, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> uh, hold on real quick. I do love uh, he picks up a phone and uh, the, the message is, Welcome to AOL Time Warner Taco Bell U.S. Government Long Distance. It's <laughs> kind of showing the over-advertised uh, uh, world it, that they live in. And, and it's kind of... I guess what I wish this movie had was like another person who was just as smart as Joe... Like there has, there. I wish there was so, there was someone who was like taking advantage of this, of the way people are. Hmm. 
just because of all the sponsorships, like the way these sponsorship deals have worked, there's a little bit of genius <laughs> that has gone into some of these things. Like these people had to design these machines. Like the Carl's Jr. machine, which I fucking love. Uh, I, I love that sequence where the woman's trying to get the food and it's like, I hope you enjoy your fries. She's like, I didn't get, I didn't no, get fries. no fries. And she hits the machine. I'm sorry you're upset. I'm sorry you're upset. And then, boom, like it hits her with like some kind of a nerve some gas. Some gas, and she just goes like, comatose. She's like, you have no more money. <laughs> please <laughs> you, come back please when, you, come have back when you have money. You are an unfit mother. <laughs> Your children it. are starving. <laughs> Your children have been placed in the custody of Carl's, Carl's Jr. <laughs> Carl's Jr. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> I'm eating. <laughs> Love the taglines. <laughs> Oh, so but great. someone had to someone had to create that the person uh, the voice of the person uh, oh god the person who voiced that machine yeah the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants no way you're yes. kidding yeah uh, what's that Tom guy's Kenny. name there you go thank yeah. you nicely done um, I I always kind of assumed this was a sort of a Wall E situation that Pixar film Wall E where um, all the all the smart scientists and people who built this Run world boat. just fucking took off just left. The, the, the dumb people behind. Wait. Hmm? Are you suggesting... Crossover. That Wally and Idiocracy <laughs> take place the in the same universe? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> Before, uh, although uh, we can only assume what happened to these humans who were left behind. We have got to fucking put those together. We have to do like a viewing <laughs> of those back to back. Double feature. Yes. Idiocracy, Wally. Two very different audiences, <laughs> I would argue. Yeah, I although so. we're both fans, so maybe uh-huh. not. Yeah. Okay, and cool. Idiocracy, the after hours version. <laughs> Uh, so yes, so we're in this world. Baiting, um, <laughs> go ma- away! I'm baiting the masturbation network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everybody's obsessed with money and sex. Uh huh. Um, I, I love la- that lattes. I love how they turn Starbucks into <laughs> lattes. Full full release lattes. I love Dak Shepard in this movie. He's fantastic. This I is love one of the first things film. where I saw him uh, long form, uh, and kind of fell in love with him. I'm I'm almost all okay with him uh, betting. My my beloved Christian Bell. Yeah, he's been Christian Bell. Christian Bell. Christian Bell. In. Christian Bell. <laughs> uh, no, I think he's really good. Uh, yeah. And and the thing is, it's not easy to play a role like this convincing, right? Uh, convincingly. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, but I love his whole bit. I love the whole bit where they're trying. Like he knows where there's a time machine, yeah. and he's going to take them there. And like uh, the whole, the whole classic sci-fi aspect. Um, of them going on a journey, on an adventure. And like it, it involves them traversing Costco. Yes. <laughs> like they have to go to Costco. Welcome to Costco. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and then Welcome to Costco. There's a shuttle in Costco that will take them yeah. to like, like that's amazing. They've turned Costco into like its own city. It's a huge world. It's like something out of Fallout. Uh, yes. The video and, game. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then they, they go to Costco to try to go to the time machine. Uh, Joe ends up getting arrested mm-hmm. and taken to the White House where he meets President Camacho. President Camacho. Played by, played by Terry Crews. Oh, my God. he He's the best in this. He's, I had a newfound respect for Terry Crews fantastic. when I saw this film. He's really fantastic in this <laughs> he's movie. He's so perfect. Uh, well, MMA he's, champion and porn star, <laughs> President Camacho. Camacho. Well, he's good buddies with those Wilsons, too. Is he? I don't know if you ever saw the movie Middlemen. I did not. Uh, okay, so... It also had Luke Wilson and uh, and Terry Crews. Terry Crews plays his buddy slash like bodyguard, um, and Luke Wilson plays the guy that helps start like internet porn age verification oh. and stuff like that. Like, like it's kind of based on a true story, hmm. uh, and it had some mob ties. Like these guys that started this business had some mob ties, and one of these mobsters like threatens Luke Wilson's daughter 
And like Terry Crews is kind of her godfather. Terry Crews just ups and fucking punches this guy, kills him with one punch. Oh, and you so told me about this. The film whole before. movie is kind of about them trying to cover this thing up and protect themselves. Oh, dude, it's it's fantastic. But yeah, that's I always think about that when I see this movie and I see Terry Crews and Luke Wilson together. I think about that. <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's it's so good, man. Um, no, President Camacho is fucking fantastic, and he he offers Joe a which at this point now they call him not sure. Yes, I I do love that scene where it, it, they're they're trying to tattoo him because in the future everybody has a, a tattoo on their forearm, the mark of the beast. Uh, which again, that's, that's kind name. of complex science and technology. So again. it's like, okay, how did these guys figure this out? Because everything is on auto at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like, state your first name, and he's like, well, I'm I'm not I'm not sure what. I don't remember how he ends up saying the words, yes. but the computer thinks he's his, his name, his is, name not, is not sure. Not sure. We got this motherfucker. Not sure. <laughs> he's gonna solve all the problems. Not sure. Get your ass up here. Get your, get your monkey ass up. <laughs> he's gonna make the crops grow. He's gonna fix the economy. <laughs> he's gonna. Woo! <laughs> yes. It's a little, uh, a little, little Eddie little, Murphy, little, from little Richard there. coming to America. Yeah, going on in the House of Representing. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, Joe now has to uh, solve their, their dust bowl problem. Mm-hmm. Like, no crops are growing. Mm-hmm. Because they've been feeding that... Uh, <laughs> Gatorade, basically. The, the, yeah, the, the, this world of... Brondo. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> it has electrolytes. The electrolytes that plants crave. It has what plants crave. Dude, um... You know what? Uh, hold on real quick before we get out okay. the electrolytes. Okay. Because that, I kind of feel like, is the 2505 version of gluten. Yeah. Because everybody's talking about gluten-free, and I don't like gluten, or it's high in gluten... And I remember seeing a video online where uh, they, they interviewed a bunch of uh, oh, Joe Schmoes off the street and asked them what gluten was. And they couldn't tell you. Nobody could tell you. Yeah. I don't even know that I could What the tell hell you. was that stuff that Frito was eating? Like flaturin, flaturin? Oh, when he was watching Ow My Balls? Oh, yeah. And he's just like, God, it's like this little like pasty substance that Did, he just put his fingers in and just eat. And he's like, his his love seat is a, a toilet. <laughs> so he doesn't have to get up. Oh my God. There's so many little little uh, little, little side jokes. I, I, one of my favorite lines is kind of a throwaway line that he, uh, that Frito has. Yeah. When Joe is kind of explaining his plight to him and, oh, you got to help me find the time machine. And Frito's like, hey man, I supersize with you, but I'm just <laughs> not going to be able to. <laughs> I, mean, I, I supersize yeah, with there you. There you go. That's better. Um, go away, baiting. <laughs> I, I do, uh, I do dig at the end when he's like, "You really thought there was a time machine? Yeah, you're dumb. For smartest man in the world, you're really dumb sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's right." He's like, "Frito, how would you have gotten the money? Yeah, what? But- well, if there was no time machine, I couldn't go back and open a savings account for it. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I like ni- money. Nice little moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I liked Maya Rudolph in this." Dude, she's great. I thought she was. I think she's she's like really hot in this movie. She is kind of sexy. She's, she's running around a little belly shirt and you got the little skirt on. Like I never really like uh, watching her in SNL mm-hmm. and like I don't really notice her. But in this movie, I'm like, oh, yeah. damn girl. Plus, she's like she's really sweet. She's the hooker with the heart of gold, right? Yeah, she is a uh, pretty woman. But she doesn't have the heart to tell uh, Joe what <laughs> that she she's does. actually a hooker. So she goes. I'm a I'm a painter. Is that to indicate still that like he is of average intelligence? Like he doesn't Absolutely. really get it. Absolutely, yeah. He's not seeing uh, through her ruse. Um, her clever who, attempt. To who trick is her. the woman that plays the secretary of? I love her. Or she's interior great. or secretary. I can't remember what she was. Yeah, she's uh, she's one of those those character actors that I've, I've seen. seen her in a bunch of shit. I first discovered her on a show um, on the WB called Popular. You remember w- that back w- in the day? W W W W W. It was like her and another blonde. There were there were uh, sisters. Oh, so great. What else has she been in? Um, I don't know. 
That's why I'm asking. Fuck, 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 fuck. All right, let me try to find her on the interwebs. Popular TV series from 2000. She's so funny, though, when she's trying to explain, like, like almost like she feels like Joe just doesn't get it. And so she's trying to explain ah. to him with her hands out. She's like, because it has what plants crave. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It has the electrolytes. Her name is Sarah Rue. Sarah Rue. You know her from Less Than Perfect, The Ring, I guess. She's a babysitter. Uh, Pearl Harbor, I guess so. She was in Pearl Harbor. Popular, that's what I know her from. Uh, Bone, yeah, she's just one of these bit actors that shows up every now and then. But every time she does, she kills it. She's so funny. And in she this. kills it in this. She's so funny in this. In fact, I would say all of uh, his cabinet members. Oh President yeah, Camacho's cabinet There's members. There's the guy who plays Michael Bolton in Office Space. Yeah, whose name I can't remember. Uh-huh. Uh, Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands is a fat Horatio and then, Sands. And then the little that little boy, that little kid, who's always drinking whiskey with and the shit. mullet. Yeah. <laughs> He's always drinking. Fucking but my whiskey. favorite is the uh, the the um, Secretary of Education, uh-huh. who's just like a dunce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a full-on tard. He's like, well, he's related to the president somehow, wow. so we had to give him a... Uh, there's the scene where they try to go check out the uh, the plants. And mm-hmm. and he's he's like, okay, I can figure this out, but I need you to get someone for me. And so he gets Rita. And like they're all waiting for him to bang Rita, I guess, right there yeah, in front yeah. of them. Yeah, I'm going to utilize her. They go over on, like the on the Rita, and she, he kind of explains what he's going to try to do. And th- these two guards show up, and he's like, hey, man. She putting out? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yep, we just finished, actually. And she's like, oh, yeah, he was so good. He was good. The dude's like, hey, so a bunch of us guys were wondering, maybe we go family style on her. <laughs> That's so wrong. And every time, like, before I even met Sarah and I'd watch this movie, like, uh-huh. I would almost retch when I hear that. <laughs> it's disgusting. And now to have watched, like, I watched it today with Sarah and Harper in the room and, like, that, that scene comes up and I just, I can't cringe hard enough to take my, to, like, pop my head into my <laughs> chest cavity and just hide from everything. That line is fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this this is like turning into a podcast of remember that time when I they know, did this. But I'm I'm sorry I've I've already shown my hand. But uh, I love this film, man. Like I said, I think it's uh, required viewing. I think it's 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 funny, um, without insulting the audience, which is a kind of a hard. I mean, unless for, you're homosexual for a slapstick. Well, no. Again, I mean, it's not. Uh, Joe never says that word. Some people never want to hear that, though. I don't want to hear. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. It's kind of funny when they say. I guess it. you're like used that. to it. Uh, shut up! <laughs> Every time. No, um, it's I, not just that. They they denigrate all sorts of uh, races and genders. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, as well. Uh, I like slapstick humor. I like dick and fart jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it comes from a really smart place. Yes. Uh, and but then you know it, it, it kind of does its own thing. But it does. It starts from a smart place. And there's one thing that you can't really deny, mm-hmm. and that is that the film. Was ahead of its time. Like it, oh, it was. Absolutely. It, it, uh, About ten years. I, I I can't I can't stress how much that uh, you know the clairvoyance that you know obviously not intended, mm-hmm. but the clairvoyance that was put behind this film to watch this to see an incompetent person make it to where they are now. That tonight, while we're sitting here recording this, there's a close race. It's not even right now, yeah. like the last There's the last a possibility saw, he could be present. There's a possibility. Like I was imagining once today started, like it would just be a landslide. Like it would be embarrassing numbers. He's fucking he, I'm, he's I'm, he's won a state that I saw. Like Yeah. Well the the ones that he's expected to win. And yeah. Joe we're living in one of them. Like That's the true. last stats I saw, it's like ninety five percent chance he's That's gonna take Texas. Ridiculous. Which is really disheartening because yeah. I took time out of my day to go vote today uh-huh. uh, and it's going to have an impact in the sense that 
they'll see, you know, some, some bar chart will be printed out that will show, oh, there were more Democratic voters and independent voters this year than ever, but, but uh, Texas <laughs> is still red. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. I have family members and that's, that and, I've had to block from my Facebook page. And that's where the problem is, is that, you know, you, and, and you've talked about this already. You, mm-hmm. can't just, you can't just toe one party line. You can't just be like, fuck it. I'm I'm voting I'm voting Republican because mm-hmm. I'm sick of Obama. Or I'm sick of the like you you have to listen to the words that are being spoken. You have to pay attention to what people are saying. And I, this is more than I've talked about politics all Ever. all year. Yeah. All year. It's hard. It, it's tiring. And and I know this is how everybody feels. It's probably how they feel on the other side. Sure. That, you know, Trump supporters feel like, "Well, why don't you people see it? Like this is obvious." You know, she's a criminal. She sure. she she deleted emails. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the problem. I, I delete emails this every year, day. We have people voting against a candidate instead of for a candidate. Yeah. Um, I don't trust the people who are voting for their candidate on either aisle. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, we're caught in the situation where it's like I'm I'm voting down the, yeah. the person that I don't want instead of for. Well, that's what I did in the primary. Mm-hmm. I tried to vote down. I was like, okay, <laughs> this Trump thing has gone long enough. Uh, yeah, it's not I'm, funny anymore. I'm going to vote for Rubio, even though I should vote in the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to vote Republican primary and just take care of the shit. Yeah, uh, and it didn't work. <laughs> Dude, I told I told Sarah I was like, I don't. What happens tomorrow when we wake up and like they the headlines? President Trump. Well, I see. That's the thing. I I think. <laughs> everyone's painting it as a close race. I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah. I think it's, I don't want to say it's going to be a landslide, but I don't think it's nearly going to be as close and as some landslide people think. Take mm-hmm. you down. I think, I think it's going to be fairly clear that uh, we're going to have another Clinton in office. And it's unfortunate that the first female president has to be one of the most unpopular yeah. figures. Yeah. Like this, this should be, this should be amazing. This should be like another like be, fantastic. Oh my gosh, we're so excited! We should to see have um, Maya Angelou or Helen Mirren or somebody of, of that. Or ilk. Helen Hunt or Helen Hunt. That's right. <laughs> I'm running for president of the United States. <laughs> that's not Helen Hunt. That's British Holly Hunter. Oh, that's Holly Hunter. <laughs> oh, Helen Hunt. Oh, hey, hey, I'd vote for Helen Hunt. From Mad About You. Hey, did you see Paul Reiser's going to be in uh, season two of Stranger Things? Is he along with Sean Astin? That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. They're they're doing okay. Okay, wait. They're doing the it's 80s not, thing. It's not totally perfect. Let's not become too self-aware with the 80s. Like, it was cool that they I put know, Winona right? Ryder in there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Matthew Modine, now they're bringing awesome. everybody back. Let's not do too much of this. Yeah. Uh, but goddamn Stranger Things, man. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Holds up. Uh, all right. So, How about the Fox News segments <laughs> to bring it back? <laughs> it's like Fox, Fox News. And like a bullet shoots through the <laughs> yes. O in Fox. Yes. And we cut to our, our announcers. <laughs> Uh, the dude, I can't, I can't remember what his name is. He's shirtless. Yes. She's wearing a bikini top, uh, Velveeta. <laughs> Back to you, Velveeta. And now we go out onto the uh, our, our correspondent, Formica Jones. Formica. <laughs> uh, they're still doing like uh, uh, reporters speak, but the words that they're saying it's not, it's do not, not right. match the tenure. Yeah. No, no. That's... At first, that part was boring. <laughs> Blah blah blah. I can't. I can't. No, it, was, it will be Lady Justice it's who so will drop funny. her ass. Well, I'm not sure this time. Speaking of dropping ass, mm-hmm. when he goes into prison and he sees the dude out in the yard sitting on him, sitting on, and he goes, he's like, "Oh no, I was definitely in prison." Yeah, I got that sat guy sat on my face and everything. everything. <laughs> I know there's a lot of little throwaway lines that I love. Uh, 
Okay, I, I really don't have any other notes yeah. about this. I mean, we can go through the whole story where... Oh, wait, no. We, we've got to talk about the uh, the gladiatorial the battle big climax. At the with the third Wilson brother. Yes, I had no idea. Andrew yeah. Wilson, a lesser Wilson. If you've seen Older the... Uh, if you ever saw the uh, the roller derby movie with... Um, oh, I did. Ellen Drew Page. Barrymore? Yeah, he's the coach. Oh, no way. Oh, yes way. You have to go back and watch it. You do. It's it's actually a pretty decent little movie. I remember enjoying it. Um, So in that whole bit... When, He's got to go up against Beef Supreme, these, right? Beef Supreme. They've got to go up. He goes up against these cars that have drills on the front. They give him his cars. Got this gigantic just, just big, big dildo. And every time he starts the car, it slaps the windshield. <laughs> that that image and, and the sound that it makes, that flap, flap sound, gets me every time. Do you think See, this was, is what I'm talking about? The juvenile humor. There was a moment when Luke Wilson was on set. Like, what are we and doing? They're like, here? okay, we're going to put you in this. And it's this. Fucking little hatchback car with a huge dildo on the front. I think he knew what he was getting into, and I appreciate so? it. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like there are a few things in this movie where people are like, "We're gonna do, we're gonna do what now?" And I just love the concept that they've built a vehicle for this gladiator scene that is so large it, it, it didn't even fit through the door. can't even get into the arena and just brings everybody down with it. <laughs> yes, that's and you hear Mike Judge doing his almost sounds like uh, butthead. Or he's yeah. like, uh, we're, experien- we're, we're experimenting. experimenting. <laughs> Some technological, dis- uh, what does he say? Differences. Differences. <laughs> is that Mike Judge? Yeah, that's Mike Judge. Mike Judge does like most of the voices that you hear in the background, like the little uh, that makes the, sense. The, the the vacuum cleaner in the hospital that keeps like oh yeah, it, your floors are now your, clean. Your floors are now clean. That's that's Mike Judge. <laughs> Interesting. That guy uh, saving budget. I um smart. One of one of my favorite interviews. I got to go and interview <gasps> Did him. You? Shut up. When. Uh, you really committed to that joke, there. Yeah, yeah. When uh, when he came around and did the press junket for Extract, oh. uh, we got to sit down and talk a little bit. Nice. And, uh, How was, is he? How was he? He was so friendly and yeah, and down to earth, kind of warm when you talk to him. He's really mm-hmm. what I love about uh, about people like Mike Judge is what that did he do? Right, look Joe? at you. He looks you in the eyes when he's talking to you and mm. kind of considers. You looking at your watch? You ready yeah, to get sorry. home? Well, I got this, no, election. I got this new Apple Watch. Some erection results? I got this Apple Watch. Did you get the Apple Watch? How much was it? It dinged me. Wow, just jumping right to that, Joe, huh? Because it's, it's not really about cool. money. I want an Apple Watch. Uh, well, right now it's telling me to stand, and I wish I could tell the Apple Watch. I can't right now because I'm in the <laughs> was, middle of a podcast. Is your Apple Watch actually telling you to read more Stephen King novels? I think that's what it's doing. Oh, <laughs> I just stand. got it. God the stand. Wow. No, that's that's nice. Sorry. I want to I want to get one. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, if you have $500, you too. I have a toy. That's, that's, that's is that a two? Wrist. Is that a? It is one of the new ones. Is it? Yeah. I thought those were like eight hundred bucks. Taking it so far. I mean, they can be. How'd they you, can be as low as two fifty or that so. Out? Damn. Uh, I sold a house, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sell your house, you too. Don't you have to put that into the new house? Uh, nah. You have to put all of it into the new house. Nah, renting. Uh, renting. This winning is a gift to myself. I treated myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Okay. 2016. Where, where were we on this? We were talking about the big gladiatorial climax. Oh, that's right. That's right. Where they... Beef Supreme has his flamethrower. <laughs> sets everybody on. I, I love when the, they bring the guy who uh, uh, now star of Ow My Balls is going to come sing the national anthem. Yes. And he gets about a bar in before somebody from the crowd jumps the fence and, and just fucking him the balls. and takes it in the nuts. I love it. Uh, all right. So uh, Frito ends up taking a cameraman and they go and... Uh, They're well, supposed to film the crops. They're supposed to film the crops. The crops are growing. Show the people. And, uh, and I love that they give it like two days for the crops to grow. Like, yeah. You're going to have to give it a little bit longer. Like this is going to take time. Um, 
so they they go out to try to film the stuff. They get sidetracked for by a Starbucks, mm-hmm. and then they come out and they you know accidentally the camera gets the crops on on there, and uh, they're able to save Joe, and he gets a, you just got your ass a pardon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they pardon Joe and eventually make him like the vice president, mm-hmm. and then he ascends to the presidency. That's right. With uh, with uh, Rita, Rita and his, their kids, his first lady. That's right. <laughs> he has three kids, and uh, Frito. <laughs> <laughs> he promoted him to something, and he's like, Frito has Frito was his vice president. 32 children from eight different mothers. They're both dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dumb all as shit. All dumb as shit. <laughs> uh, did you stick around for after the credits? I did. Yeah. If, you, if you make it all the way to the end, there's a, there's an Easter egg. Which I would kind of love to see. Dude, I was going to say, this could totally, they could sequelize this film, and I that, think. And that goes to what the I was saying earlier, where it's like, I kind of wish there was somebody else upgrade could be that somebody else yeah he would take he would totally take advantage of the system yes and uh, and get the mo- the angry mobs behind right? he would he would be the trump of the idiocracy world i would love to see something like this happen mm-hmm. mike well, judge if you're listening i don't know that mike judge wants to go through it again and frankly i don't know that any studio would uh, would pick it oh you know this seems like i kind of feel netflix. like they would if idiocracy is it no it's not on netflix because we were unable to watch it but it seems it like was the type at one of point. movie yeah i know it was if enough people watched it and if it were trending because that's how netflix makes all of its decisions right yeah who would have thought that full house would have been would have had <laughs> another spinoff jeez or but, gilmore or gilmore girls. well uh, please gilmore girls is quality television starring uh, talented I individuals have to, i have to confess something sarah this particular individual sarah and i sat down and she went she was like you haven't watched gilmore girls let's watch it it's great and writing so we dude. started watching the show and i fell asleep about 10 minutes uh, into it. i could not stay would you start from the beginning we started from the very beginning i, I, I would recommend i would recommend against starting from the beginning of any show that does not have a through line that you need to follow like you know you can't start stranger things in the middle but i can't start a show like in season 2 like you, okay. but, but gilmore girls you could in fact i would recommend that I'm, you get an I'm idea kind of for the OCD. characters like, i need to start what, it from the you beginning you don't you infer all that you need to know about I the characters and the relationships love the melissa mccarthy stuff she's fantastic like, well not just Sucky. her but like the people that are in like her her chefs. Mm-hmm. There's that one scene in the pilot where like she's running around. She's so accident prone mm-hmm. that the guys that work with her are trying to keep her from doing like <laughs> they're throwing away things. Oh yeah. my god! It's um, it was really well staged. I will say that like that was fucking brilliant. It gets into like just as with any show, the the characters ease into um, their personas. Mm-hmm. Right around season two, season three. Parks and Rec was like that, certainly. Yeah, it takes a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ooh. Took a little bit of time to get into it. Oh, interesting. I, I, I haven't watched that since the first season. I yeah. love the first season. I, uh, I almost quit on that show completely after the first episode. Mm. I didn't think it was funny. Uh, but eventually I kind of got back into it. And I Surprising. Thought, I, think it's, I think it's great. Really? Um, okay. No, so this... <laughs> this Man, we have... It's been a long time since we've had a podcast about a movie and like barely talked about the movie. Uh, <laughs> Has it been that long? Do you? It, I feel like that been, was three weeks ago. No, man, it's been it's been a bit. Well, what what, what did we do three weeks? What ago? was the last movie that we liked that we watched? Last Action Hero. Uh, yeah, was I that think you're right. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, but it was that one, dude. We do tangents. Alan right. Tudyk liked our post. Hey, thanks, Alan. Um, I'm saying that like he's listening to this episode. <laughs> Maybe he is. But if you are, Alan, you've made this far. I feel like we're he, huge fans. I feel like he's gonna listen to this one. It's like straight. He's like, all right, I listened to that three one. Uh, that one wasn't very good. <laughs> Man, they don't even fucking talk about the movie in this podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, Welcome to our show. It Alan. was so neat, though. He, uh, yeah. If you guys, if you guys were f- are friends with me on Facebook, mm-hmm. I made that my my picture, <laughs> my cover photo. Yeah, you like, uh, <gasps> you were you were more excited about that than I thought you'd be. I was so fucking yeah, stoked. It's really cool when a uh, uh, known celebrity, yeah, likes like one is, of your posts. This is number three. Who were who were the other two? The guy who played Polly and Dale Rocky Hart Jr. Hmm? 
the guy who plays Polly oh, in the Rocky right. movies. Oh, that's right. When we did uh, Rocky like, Five. Yeah, he mm-hmm. liked uh, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky Four. Well, the one with the robot. The, yes, <laughs> like that's most people say the it's one with the Russian. Know. It's the one with the robot. Uh, when we did Rocky Four, uh, the guy who plays Polly mm-hmm. liked our uh, liked our post. Then Checky Cario, when we talked about Bad Boys, the guy who plays the bad guy in Bad Boys, oh, yeah. liked our post. Oh, I forgot about that. So there we go. This is number three. Checky Cario. That's a great name. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. I hope none of these people actually listen well, to the podcast. We didn't say anything bad about them. Just I think we did kind of... I think I did a horrible impression of Chucky Cario. Well, that's on you, though. That's not, <laughs> that's like, not a reflection of you. Idiot! <laughs> I'm not the scientist, idiot. <laughs> Don't worry, Joe. Nobody's listening. <clears throat> no, one, no one is. Uh, okay. All right, so... Do you have any anything else about Let's this? Let's do it. Let's move what, on. Uh, what did Idiocracy do right? Uh, it is funny. I dare anybody to watch this film and not laugh uh, at least a handful of times, if not consistently all the way through. If you can kind of let go and buy in. Uh, it, it's There is some dumb humor, but it is not couched as dumb slapstick, uh, slapstick humor. Everything is kind of there for a reason. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I feel good laughing at a film <laughs> with uh, a guy getting kicked in the nuts over and over again. Feel good. <laughs> um, How about you? I think that the uh, the like I talked about earlier, the production design on this movie was yes. really good. I think it comes from a really smart place. Yeah, um, trying to say so. I had a message. I think that it's definitely a movie that gets a little overhyped. Where uh, of course, we, we recognize like maybe two or three things from this movie in what we're seeing right now. The whole movie isn't clairvoyant or prescient. As uh, no, you would of say. course not. Uh, it's a cautionary but, tale. But there are a couple things in this movie that like that make you go, "Huh, this is probably how we got to where we are now." Um, and you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really love the production design on it. I love that. I love where it comes from. It's smart. I love, if if anything else, I love Mike Judge's brand of humor and his characters that he brings to life in Agreed. his movies. Uh, what did Idiocracy do wrong? Um, or let's see. Gosh, I hadn't thought about this. Maybe. Um, I think you have. We talked about it. What did we talk about? The studios. Oh, oh, you're you're going, you're branching outside of the film studio, itself, studio support, and saying. Uh, I mean, you could. That's what I'm it just saying wrong. that you could. All right, I'll go with that. All right, because <laughs> <laughs> there's not really anything. I mean, it's it's maybe it's a little too juvenile for its own cause sometimes, mm-hmm. um, as evidenced by the three knuckleheads who were sitting in front of me on the plane last night, who. Yeah. who um, you would think would appreciate this film on a deeper level and still get some chuckles out of it, but I kind of feel like this film is this film laughs at those people and not with them. That's and true. And they weren't in on the joke. Uh, that may be a little elitist of me to say something. No, like that, no, no, no. Because I, I agree with you. I think that some of the humor in it is a little it's a little too juvenile. Like I've talked about this before about movies where it's a shame to see something with so much potential miss out. And I wouldn't say that this movie exactly misses out, but it has a lot of potential. It has the potential to be a little bit more than what it is, mm. and it seems like it it's just kind of good enough, you know. For you, it's good, good enough. enough. For me, it's good, good enough. It's good enough for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Aaron Neville yeah. sings Cindy Lauper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, so no, I—that's I, I, not to say that this is a bad movie or that it, you know it squandered its opportunity. I just feel like it was capable of more, uh, and I kind of wish that it had gone a little bit further, hmm. or that it was able to go a little bit further. Um, if we were to uh, to recast this yeah. movie and remake *Idiocracy* today, uh, how would we do that? Joel? My recast—I've only recast the top four actors. Um, if you. 
consider Number President four. Camacho. Well, let's start with President Camacho. Okay, Is that cool. what you did as well? Yes, yep. All right. Uh, well, obviously, you need somebody. He's, he's uh, what do they introduce him as? MMA superstar. MMA superstar, and porn, porn star. star. Um, so it's, it's, somebody's got to fit that bill. Um, and damn it if I didn't go literal with uh, The Rock. Yeah, I feel like the, the Rock is a great comedic talent, mm-hmm. and I think he could fit in this world and play that role and uh, and and get the humor. Okay, how about you? I went with Ice Cube, <laughs> and you know, Triple I mean, X. come on, Ron Jeremy's a porn star, so what the fuck? That's a good point. They don't all have to be. <laughs> they, uh, they don't all built. have to be like. But yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see him be like, "The fuck y'all talking about?" <laughs> I like that. Uh, My runner-up for that uh, is John Cena, though. Also, John- no stranger to comedy. <laughs> Uh, that's his theme music. I'm sorry. That's, I'll take your word for you're it. You're like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing right now. Uh, all right. I listen to NPR. Frito. Frito. Frito, uh, played by Dak Shepard. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with, because uh, <laughs> I feel like Dak Shepard and this guy are kind of interchangeable. Uh-huh. Instead of Dak Shepard, Zach Braff. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sam Rockwell. Oh, no. Zach Braff is good. Zach Braff. Interesting you went with Zach Braff because uh, I almost chose him for my Luke Wilson. Oh, really? Uh, Joe Bauer. O'Reilly. Um, yes. O'Reilly. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. But I did not go. I went with um, somebody who maybe doesn't need to do too much acting to play this role. How about Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher's good, man. He's kind of already fantastic. this person. I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> I walk funny. <laughs> All right, so that go, we go to Rita now, right? Here we go. Rita, the prostitute with the heart of gold, played by Maya Rudolph. In my version, how about Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. Love me some Emily Blunt. I went with Sarah Hyland. Mm, tell me again who she is. She's the other, the one that isn't Ariel Winter on Modern Family. Oh, uh, oh, nice. She's also in a really horrible movie called Vampire Academy. <laughs> That's all I've that's got. All I got you, no. look, you look at me like, is, is there more? And I'm like, <laughs> and, nope. And then? That's, that's it. There's no one then. And then? No one then. And then? No one then. And How? then Joe Bowers. And then Joe Bauer. Or AKA not sure. Luke Wilson. We got this motherfucker not, not sure. Not sure. He gonna solve the comedy. <laughs> and that person is the pie fucker, Jason Biggs from American Pie. Wow. How about that? You, uh, want, you want average? It's pretty average, right? I figured, you know, average doesn't have to mean white. Oh, that is true. So I uh, I cast John Cho from <laughs> oh, Star Trek, nice, or from Harold and Kumar. Oh, he'd be great. I think he would be really good in a role. What like a sympathetic this. character! Yeah, although stereotypical. Of course, the Asian is the smartest person <laughs> on the world. Uh, this all directed by uh, Heather's director Michael Lehman. Oh, an in- interesting. I went yeah. with the uh, the Farrelly brothers. Oh, the Farrellys. Because every now and then they get a little heady with some yeah. of their films. Yeah, like The Ringer. But they also. <laughs> Listen to our episode of The Ringer from a couple of months back on the editing bay. That's right. Uh, if you have any other thoughts about how you would recast this movie, how we recast the movie, uh, any thoughts about the film, you can always share those on Facebook. If you are uh, if you got that in front of you, just go to that search bar, yeah. type in the editing bay. That's going to bring up an image of a woman with some bleeding eyes. That's us. That's where you can talk back to us and, uh, and all that good stuff. Joel. We got a website too, right? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. Please bookmark that. Anytime you need to find something Editing Bay related, you can find it on editingbay.com, such as the aforementioned Facebook page, our Twitter handle, which has not been mentioned yet, but it will be right now because it's at the Editing Bay. Follow us on Twitter. Joe, um, I think I'd mentioned that um, I was going to give away a little prize when we get to 150 listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. As of uh, earlier today, we're about 147. So if you're listening to this now, you have the chance to be the 150th Twitter follower, and we're going to give you a prize. I thought you were going to tell me, like, we've hit that 150 mark. We're coming close to it. This is just a call. This is a call to arms for all of our listeners out there who are, for some reason, not on Twitter or waiting to join Twitter. Man, you guys got to join us. No better time right now. Or die. Uh, 
I don't know. I just wanted to do something. Bobby along Newport. The, I wanted to do something along the line. What? Bobby Newport. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. It's okay. Parks uh, and Rec references. So uh, editingbay.com. Yeah. Uh, if you get us on your Apple device, uh, go ahead and open up that podcasting app and uh, and open the search function. Look up the Editing Bay and find the logo for our show. Tap on that and give us a five star rating and review. We would love to hear back from you. Find out what you think we're doing right, what you think we're doing wrong. As long as it's a five-star criticism, I'm good with that. Uh, and then tell your friends about it. If you don't have an Apple device, you could still get us on your Android. Uh, just download the Podcast Addict or the Podcast Republic apps, uh, and you can search the iTunes library and get us there. Uh, all right, so I've been going crazy trying to figure out what I want to do next week. Yes. and D- Did my list inspire you? I, I, it, I pulled out the master list a, that we have, about 130 A little so. bit. Uh-huh. It's inspired me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> to, to not do, choose any of them? So what you need to do is help me pick. Oh, I can do that. All right, so I would do anything for love. I don't. I don't know how else to do this, but to just have. I've got two movies that I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure. We got this motherfucker. But not, not sure. sure. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna have each hand represent one of the movies. Okay. I know which ones they represent. Uh oh. But you don't. Is this like in I'm Willow? Gonna, I'm gonna put <laughs> yes. No, no apprentice this year. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I've got my hands on the table. Mm-hmm. I know what stands for what. Okay. And I want you to just go ahead and pick. I'm gonna pick that one right there. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Yes, the Stallone Armand Asante Judge Dread. Nice. That uh, that's on Netflix. You were saying yes. It just got added. I want to say uh, well, the beginning of the month would have been November first. Okay, so back in like the late nineties, mid to late nineties. There were a whole bunch of comic book movies that hit the theaters. Mm. Uh, this Bef- is around the same time as like The Shadow, The Phantom. That's right. And, <laughs> the then, and then there was Judge Dread. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, not ready. For Rob, Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh shit, he's in this, isn't <laughs> yes, he? he? Is. is this the only film he's in that Adam Sandler is not? Uh, or does Adam Sandler appear in Judge Dread? No, because Adam Sandler is not in Demolition Man either, and Rob Schneider's in that. Holy shit! Wait, wasn't that a Sl- Stallone movie? It sure well? was. Yeah. What was with Stallone and I like this little guy who's kind of funny? <laughs> they were the new Abbott and Costello. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think that's what Stallone was going for. <laughs> Arnold's got Danny DeVito. Yeah, I've got Rob Schneider. That's true. They got twins. And... <laughs> what was the other movie they did? Uh, they did Junior. Junior. Together? Yeah. Junior. Uh, <laughs> Dad, stop calling me that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to watch Judge Dredd and right. talk about it next week right here on The Editing Bay. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much. Thanks, good. Joel, always a pleasure. Thank you, and God bless America. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.